Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Welcome to Movember. So this is the month that I've dedicated to men. So for those of you that are watching on Facebook Live, you can see I have all my guests are men, including I have Jeff South on right now on Skype so you can hear him, but you can't see him because he is in Atlanta. So this month we're tapping into issues with men. We're tapping into beauty rituals with men. We're tapping into everything but sports. I just want to be really clear on that, guys. If this starts turning into a a sports talk radio show, I'm cutting you all off. You got that, Aaron? All right, perfect. So I'm interested, and I know that a lot of my friends are interested too. So I did a little poll before we started the show here, and I said, what do you guys want to know about men? And they're like, we want to know what they think is beautiful and what they think is sexy. And just in general, it doesn't even have to reference back to women. They want to know what you think. So that's where we're going. We're going with all of those type of questions today. So let me introduce all of my wonderful men, because the show's called Beautiful Men. So we're going to say beautiful men. First, I have Tom Voke here. Now, he does come from the beauty industry, and he is the vice president mm-hmm. of uh, Babe Hair Extensions. And so I met him in the industry many years ago, um, and he is going to eventually do a show with us here talking about hair extensions because it's definitely one of the fastest growing parts of our industry at this point is being able to add luscious hair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, you know what? I need a man, and I need a family <laughs> man, which is what Tom is all about. He's a wonderful family man. He's got a four-year-old daughter named Vaughn, so we're excited to be able to hear <laughs> his perspective on everything that we're going to be asking about men. And over here, we also have my, he's my executive producer. So this is Robert C. Leone. And uh, I call him my coach. He's, you know, it's like he might have the formal title of executive producer, but the truth is he's my coach. He's helping me to understand this whole media world and what I need to know. And then over further is A-Rod. And Aaron, what's your last name? Uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez, okay. So A-Rod is the audio engineer by day, so he's the one that makes these shows look really good for me. Or he's the one that if I screw up, yeah, we blame it on him. (laughs) 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 And he also is a DJ at night, so he is all about making sure that, you know, media, audio, all of that good stuff. So thank you for being here. So we've got a good diversity. And then we have Jeff South, who is the owner of Intrigue Salon in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's with us too. Say hey, Jeff. Uh, hello. hello. All everybody. right. Yeah, good. So, all right, guys, ready? We're, we're going there. Now, normally <laughs> normally I plan out these shows a little bit more, but I thought there's so many guests on the show, and the truth is is I just wanted to kind of let it roll into a really great conversation of what you all think. Like, we want to tap into your brains. I know this might be asking too much, but we really want to tap in and we want to find out. So here's my first question. How do you view beauty? Like, what's your concept of beauty? And I'll just decide who would like to go first. We're going to say Robert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> D- Definition-wise or yeah, my definition Your definition wise? of beauty. Okay, so in a, in a concept. For me, it's, it's any individual that has a combination of personality, uh, certain looks, and uh, passions that they put together that attracts me to them in, a, in that general sense Good. All right. Perfect. Tom, what about you? Great question. I think for me, beauty is some sort of convergence of what's special and what's the uh, human and real uh, meets what's special and uh, unique on the outside and and kind of the confidence and convergence of the two. Just kind of coming together. It's very individualized. So it really is. Yeah, A Rod. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, for me, really, what I found for what's attracted is I like I like a, a lady that has a brain. Like I, li- I like a lady that knows exactly what she wants in life, where she wants to go. Like someone who isn't just sitting around, just doing nothing or out partying like every weekend for no reason. <laughs> and that's ca- that's coming from the young guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and yeah. I, I'd say really, it just. Physically, it really comes down to just kind of like having the brains and having the goals and just doing what, they, what she loves. And like, I guess really just having that fun charisma and being passionate, of course. Love that. Jeff, what about you? You know, I, I, I uh, strive to really see beauty in everything. I know you're just talking about a person or, or someone's uh, a human being, but I try to see beauty in everything. And it's really, it, it comes across as just kind of something that's real and honest and kind of pure and that just the the trust that they're a, a uh, 
a beautiful person like everybody, you know, and it's more of a internal part. And, you know, be, me being a hairstylist now for 30 years, I mean, I'm like a beauty creator. And I, I know there's one thing that I always, always try to do. There's beauty in everybody. And I try to find that part to, to highlight that. But beauty can be in someone for me. It could be someone that's 90 years old and they smile at you on the street or it could be a child that's just, you know, just the way they're they're enthusiastic and happy or it could be, you know, your loved ones. I mean, so it's it's a little bit more there. It's more like that honest impurity of just a being. Yeah. Okay. So here's the words. Here's the words. Passion, confidence, smart, charisma, honest, pure, simple, enthusiastic. Would you define that as beauty? Right on the right track. Yeah, <laughs> good. Because see, I think as humans, and and it doesn't even matter what gender we are. I think that we that looks do play a part in beauty, and sometimes we get really caught up in that. We get caught up in um, how people look, and not always how they treat us. And then there's that part, you know, of course, that I say on this show all the time: beauty inside and out. So you could you could see somebody for their beauty on the inside, and not ever see them in a physical way, ugly, pretty, not, yes, and never have that as a factor because they're just beautiful from the inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. All right, so curious about that then. So how do you define then beauty from sexy? What do you guys think is sexy? And now I'm gonna define this more towards, you know, a woman. What do you mm -hmm. see as sexy in a woman? So Jeff, we're gonna, Jeff, you go first. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see sexy. I mean, there's there's a lot of definitions of that, but I see someone that's got like a presence and they're confident and intriguing, you know, and someone that brings vibrancy and life, you know, to me and um, that kind of lifts you up and doesn't drag you down. You know, that's, I think that the ultimate secret behind sexy is being happy enough with yourself, you know, that mm. when someone goes in the room that they don't seek any approval from anybody, they just are in the room. Yeah. They're not trying to be someone else. I love that. Good. What about you, A-Rod? That's right on the spot with me. I totally agree with everything you said. <laughs> word for word, that is exactly right there on the point. So, <laughs> Yeah, good. Okay. Robert, because I know you're a musician, so there's like sometimes passion comes up and it kind of equates sexy. I agree. And, and again, agreeing with many, if not everything that was already mentioned, I want to piggyback back again on confident. And I mean confidence without arrogance, right? So it's a true confidence, mm -hmm. really yeah. really knowing who you are within yourself. A, a fantastic sense of humor with just, just a, a dash of, you know, sarcasm. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, really just knowing who you are. I mean, like you said, walk into a room, you, you, you're not hesitant, you, you, you don't hesitate on anything, and you're always in with both feet, man. When you get in, you get in. That is sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm yeah. All right, Tom, you're up. Well, for me, uh, you know, since uh, we're talking about what I find sexy, it, it, as it relates to women, as an example, would be whatever that that something they have or that special something about them just to the nth degree or just amplified, whatever that is for them. Um, it, I just find it so sexy and attractive <laughs> and appealing. Um, but uh, I think there's an art and a balance to it. It's, it's maybe even holding certain things back <laughs> and, and leaving a little bit, for men at least, to the imagination. So that's, yeah. what, that's what we find sexy. Good. If you give it all away, it's not sexy anymore. <laughs> ah, that's true. Yeah. Now, listen, I, I want to be really clear. I didn't ask that question to be sexist. I asked mm -hmm. that question because I think men are in the fishbowl right now. And being in the fishbowl, I think it's important that we get your perspective. Mm. But I also think it's important that, that you are somewhat empowered to have a thought on it. Agreed. Thank you for that. And, um, you know, and, and not to make it sexist. Because the truth is, is that, you know, in this world, we want to be compatible. We want to be collaborative um, with other people. And we want to, I think we all want to like each other. But I think that part of it is in what I think you guys, how you define sexy is we got to like ourselves, too. We gotta like ourselves. It's important. Element. Yeah, sure. good. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna tap back into so now beauty here. <laughs> but here's here's what I want to ask you guys. Beauty is kind of a ritual for a lot of women, and I think we're under the impression that beauty is not does not have rituals attached to you men. But what would you say is a beauty ritual that you do to make you feel confident, manly, sexy? Any of those? Tom, why don't we start with you? Sure, sure. You know, I'm I'm actually happy to see that. Uh, men's grooming has come back to a level where we're barbering hair again and we're we're you know we're worried about a look or a finished product we're, we're tailoring we're we're kind of uh you know creating a 
yeah, again, just a, just a tailor dressed up look for men. So, and for many years, I kind of wished I would come back. And so, for me, for me, and a lot of men, I think right now, it's about the hair first and foremost. Oh, it's so true. I really, really, and I know Jeff, you're going to want to say something about this as well. I'm loving that men are really taking on a, a, a modern look mm-hmm. more than ever before. They really want to look groomed and clean. And we're going back to barbers instead of yes, just going to the barbers. women's salons anymore. So yeah, barbering's yeah. back in. I'd love cool. to see it. Yeah, Jeff, what do you got to say? You know, uh, the, as far as the barbering part. Uh, I see a huge trend of that, exactly what, what, what you're saying there. I mean, barbers, men used to go to a salon because they thought they would get a better haircut there. In some slots, it's definitely true. But these barbers, the work they're doing now, they're, it's an art form. It's definitely, it's going into, you know, where a, a man used to go to a, and get a haircut, it was just a haircut. You know, it boys. I want a boys regular number two or something like that or, a, you know, a number three spacer or something. But now it's really it's looking phenomenal and it's it's back to like the 20s and the 50s where it's really just clean and beard work and things like that is it's amazing perfect yeah and um so what's your beauty ritual that was really the question i asked what is your beauty ritual my my you know i like to get my hair cut in my salon and you know if, if i can get someone to clean up my beard so it looks nice it's it's great i mean i've i've got to use my harry's razor at home i got my Repassage moisturizer for my face, my Veda shampoo, you know, my men's shampoo for that, and and that's it. And I like to, you know, I go to the gym a couple times a week, maybe once, twice a week, and I like to walk a lot around in the city where I live. And you know, for I guess beauty in my head too is just get on the motorcycle and ride and just clear my head and clear my thoughts. Good, sounds good. All right, Robert, what about you? I'm all about that haircut as well. I think it's important that you have a, a really nice haircut. Although I'm losing a bit of hair, if they can fix that, that would be great too. And you keeping the beard trimmed and making sure that your all of your stray hairs are in place and and trimmed back, I think is very important. So you don't look like you know like your cat, you know, on your eyebrows and things like that. Also, um, I think. Um, just being clean, <laughs> honestly, just getting in the shower, taking a great shower every day and just uh, coming in as fresh as you can be. You guys are so simple, really, seriously. A-Rod, I want to hear what you got going on here. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is I'm actually due for a haircut tomorrow, so I'll be in the barber for sure tomorrow after work. But I'd say my ritual is very, very simple. I get in the, wake up in the morning, jump into the shower immediately. Uh, I have The stuff I've been using, it's, it's phenomenal. I love it. And I, I actually credit to Dove because Dove has been doing really good with their shampoo, conditioners, Are you all buying that. the men's version of Dove? I am. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's really good. I'd say... After every shower, I splash on the face wash, you know, get rid of all the acne because girls have a clean face. And, yeah, it's, it's just pretty much simple as that. I go to the gym here and there as well. Um, I shower at the gym as well after I'm done working out because I do not like smelling. And, uh, and I don't know. I'm just I'm kind of, <laughs> And I'm just kind of a clean freak. I'm one of those, those guys that has, like, 30 different colognes for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you guys appreciate the beauty rituals that women have to go through? Oh, I mean, gosh. seriously, it, it's endless for us. It is, you know, from top to bottom, we have rituals. And <laughs> I, I just am wondering, do you respect and appreciate that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We sure do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, from fingernails to, you know, the landscaping that we have to do, the makeup. But uh, you know what I really liked, Robert, that you said? Eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and here's something. It's like if you go to a barber and he doesn't trim your eyebrows, shame on him, mm. you know, or her. Um, and if you guys are going in uh, and having your hair done in a salon and they're not finishing out some of those, you know, asking if they can trim up your beard or your mustache or your eyebrows, that you should be, because I think that those are important features. Because you know, it's easier for someone else to be able to do it and help clean you up than you doing it yourself. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, that's pretty important to be able to do that. All right. So I'm loving the rituals, even though they're all very simple. But I, I don't think I expected a whole lot more out of that. Now, in regards to the products that you're using, who's buying them? Are you buying them or are your significant others buying them? Oh, I wouldn't leave that up to her. I have it covered. So. Oh, Yeah, good. from hair products to, to face wash to body wash. Yeah, I just... I don't know if she so would you're, be. So you're doing your own shopping. Absolutely. Is most yeah. of it at the drugstore? Do you go into the Sephora's and maybe the more high-end places, department stores, to pick up anything other than cologne? I hate to say it, but in this day and age, it's Amazon. So once you find ah. something you like, you know, just, uh, well, you said it, we're a simple, 
Yeah, hit the <laughs> We're button. Simple breed, us men, right? So hit it works. I so just reorder it on Amazon. So. Hit the button. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Uh, I know that no, you, this no. is an unfair statement to you a little bit because <laughs> you know you have access to every beauty product there is. So, but and I know that it's not gender. You know, you don't worry about the gender of it. It's not just a men's product. It's any product that you like to use. No. No. Yeah, f- yeah. No. I try everything. I try everything. Yeah. No offense, Jeff, but the recommendation did start at the salon. So, uh, yes, yeah, it started there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah. Okay. What about you guys, Robert or A-Rod? Where, where are you getting your products? And I, what are you using? I go to the store and personally pick it up myself. <laughs> if not, I have the if, the, if I'm with someone, like a female, of course, um, if, she, if she has products or anything she wants to try out, I, I'll, by all means, I'll let her do it. Uh, but as far as that, I mean, everything I'm getting, I usually go to Walgreens for a lot of my stuff. Um, anything that's, that's pretty close, Walmart, Target for sure. Um, I get all my stuff from Target. I feel like Target has a really good selection for men compared to a lot more other places that you would go to. Uh, and then, of course, Amazon or online. I'd say online is the best thing. And the funny thing, too, is I actually work for a company called Secret. And I think you had a, um, a guest on here before. Yeah, and yeah. I, I use the Secret Cosmetics all the time. It, and is it, that like a skincare line? It is. Okay, all right. No wonder yeah. you look so young. I thought you were a millennial, <laughs> but you're using a, you have a secret. There we go. <laughs> What's that secret? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Robert, what about you? Because is your wife buying all your products? You know, it's interesting. Is my wife and I shop together a lot, right? So um, we, we tend to like to do that, and have we really enjoy doing that together. So we'll go out. We buy each other products, right? Although now when it comes to her products, that's her choice. And she's not necessarily picking my products. We're pretty simple, believe it or not. Even my wife is very simple in her product choice. We shop up in Cave Creek in a little spot for like um, our soaps and our lotions. It's utter delights. It's all goat's milk, you know, 99% pure, all natural, you know, no fragrance. And they're phenomenal. I mean, Jennifer just solely uses that utter delights lotion for everything. And it's better than anything she's ever used, including the $300 serums and everything else. She looks better with that than she ever Tell has. us the name of that again. It is Utter Delights. And it's up Utter. in Cave Creek, Arizona. <laughs> okay. Utter, Utter Delights from the goats. Yes, absolutely. Thank and God for the goats. Soaps, lotions, everything. It's a very um, rural area. It would, only, it would only come out of a man show to say, I use, I use goat milk products. Goat milk, goat milk products. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, guys, we're going to take a break real quick. But uh, all my Facebook Live friends, if you first of all, if you haven't joined me on Facebook, live go to bonnie bonadeo and it's bonnie bonadeo coach or at bonnie bonadeo coach if you want to find us because we're live right now and we're going to keep going all the way through the breaks but other than that for my listeners uh on the air we're going to take a break and we'll be right back streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, Finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. 
Welcome back. We are doing the show All Men. So it's a month of November, and it's all about men. So we're going to kind of tap into some health issues, but let me reintroduce everybody that's with me. I have Tom Voke, I have Robert Celiano, and A-Rod Rodriguez, and Jeff South, uh, who's in Atlanta. So if you're watching us Facebook Live, Jeff is missing in that picture. I probably should have had a head right here and just, like, <laughs> held it up. Here's Jeff, out, a cardboard cutout of Jeff to be able to say, yeah, he's here in the studio <laughs> with us, yeah. I promised you we weren't going to talk about sports or the Kardashians. We've already done both. It's off the table now, okay? All right, but here's where I do want to go. I want to talk about health. I want to go down the path of what are the health issues we might be facing right now that you guys are thinking about. What's concerning you in the health realm? Tom? Mm, putting on weight. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Weight, yeah. Well, we are getting, we are turning into a very fat society, uh, are we not? It's a slow, slow, painful process, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, every year, watch that thing tick up, tick up. I keep telling myself that it's going to take two steps backwards, and it's that much harder to do, so. Oh, is um, And what do you see as the opportunity to shift that? If we know that as we get older, we do add weight, what mm-hmm. are we doing? What are we doing differently? Yeah, we just got we have to keep moving. Really, that's what happens. Yeah. Gosh, we sit at the desk too long. And we, uh, we we find a little too much comfortable time on the couch in the evening, whatever it is, uh, uh, whatever the sport is, life. whatever the yeah, chase, whatever you're chasing, get out there and chase it, just keep moving. I think that really is what what keeps you young and keeps you, you know, at least flexible enough to. Yeah, I love. I I saw the other day on a commercial because I was sitting on the couch doing nothing, <laughs> so I was right there with you. Um, and they had a Fitbit commercial, and they were talking about this woman that had had diabetes, and she'd tried every diet and all of this stuff, and then she put a Fitbit on her wrist, and it kind of motivated her to move. And mm-hmm. I really think that there's some truth to that. That if you have something measuring your movement, you'll move more, mm-hmm. right? It's I think it's pretty simple. Who has a Fitbit on? Not None a of single us. one no. of us. Okay, I, I, so. I lost about three. So at one point in my life, yeah. <laughs> I, right. I, I do have the, the Apple Health app on my phone, though. Uh, so. Well, so do I. <laughs> so do I, but it's not kind of like in my face. My phone's in my face all day long, but that particular app is not mm, in my face. So point. I think it could be. So all right, so we have, we have gaining mm-hmm. weight or managing weight as mm-hmm. one of our health issues. Okay, mm-hmm. good. What about you, Robert? You know, I'll piggyback again on the gaining weight, managing weight. And a beautiful thing about right now in Arizona is we're now back in that weather where we can get out and move. Oh, thank God. And my wife and I, all the time, this time of the year, start adding rollerblading, biking, hiking to our every weekend. And when we can, when it's not midnight outside, when we get home and too dark, we'll get out and bike and we'll actually be really getting active. So the extra 20 pounds I'm carrying should be gone by end of uh, winter, which will be great. But the other things that really concern me you know, I'm a cancer survivor, kidney cancer, you know, from 2006, and it changed everything that I put in my body. So, you know, I mean, adding in healthier foods just to keep the inside clean and, um, you know, outside, just like the skin and the goat milk again, not putting anything on your largest organ that will uh, poison you from the outside in. So we're really cleaning up what we put inside and outside of our bodies to keep us as healthy as we can be. Okay, so weight and the, the food, just the intake, right? Good. For, for me, what I've noticed, the biggest thing for, for men that is really getting to a lot of them is beer. Beer is very, very, very fat. And so I feel like a lot of people that are alcoholics, it just, it sticks out. And you see the beer gut, of course, everything. I feel like that's another big thing on us. But really, uh, the best thing for everyone, uh, what I like to say is, is a body in motion will stay in motion. So you always got to stay active, always got to be out, always got to be doing things, working out at least at least for an hour, 30 minutes if you can. But really, it's just it, the fast food is the biggest thing, really. I, I'd say it's it's less time, but it's more weight. Always. Always. Yeah. yeah. It's so, real quick and it's there. So keep moving. Food. Jeff, what about you? You know, for me, I, I worry about heart disease. Both of my parents uh, passed away from that, so I constantly worry about that a little bit. But it's it's more like eating eating right and just. But it's got to be simple. I, I don't get into any complicated diets, anything like that. I've, I've when I, I same thing. I think one of your guests was saying that you start putting on that weight, and then you think, oh, I've got to readjust and start managing it back again. You know, so I get on my diet. If it, if it's white, don't eat it. You know, anything white, white potatoes, white corn, white flour, white sugar, anything like that. I cut that out and I get back to my 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 best weight. 
Yes, and so men can say that. That never happens for us women when we do that, right? Yeah, but it, but it's true. There's okay. So we have cancer, we have heart disease, and of course we know that those are probably the top two things that are killing men nowadays. Mm-hmm. Are those things? And so then we have stress on top of it, working too much, not moving enough, sitting in front of our TVs and watching sports. I said it again. Um, <laughs> instead of being more active, and I think that, and I think that just kind of our society is a very fast food society. So it's really easy to you know, go through that drive-through. We don't even get out of our car to go get our food. Mm-hmm. We just drive through, or we'll call an Uber yeah. Eats. I mean, for God's sakes, we can do Uber Eats now. We don't even have to leave our home, right? So I think that all of those things. Now, what about, you know, what about the, the concerns that you have just in general that you see happening health-wise in society? And what are you guys doing about it? I mean, is there is there anything that you're doing to create awareness? I mean, some of the men's disease, like prostate cancer and... Um, and mental health issues in men. I mean, these are big topics right now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Robert. Nope. No, you wrap it, Rod. Wrap it. I'd say sugar is the biggest thing. <laughs> sugar. We, we consume so much sugar on a daily that we, we don't even realize how much sugar we really are consuming. Uh, eating too much sugar, and it's just it's, it's causing a lot of health issues that are just Do you think crazy. that there's some mental issues attached to sugar as well, like as an addiction? It, yeah, it, it is very addictive, of course. I mean, a lot of people have sweet tooth. It's just how you overcome the sweet tooth and how you want to be fit for that moment. I'd say just don't consume a lot of sugar. Stay away from sodas as much as you can. Drink a lot of water. Water is the best thing for you. We're, we're made out of water, so <laughs> there's really no, no reason for you to be putting anything else besides water in your body. And that's just... that's. What I got for this thought? Water and tequila. I'm gonna have to correct you on that. Water and tequila. And tequila, yes. Yeah. yes. Tequila's good for you. Tequila is good for you. Yeah. Keep those, keep those things away that don't live on tequila. That'd be great. Yeah. So, um, for us, uh, this last year and the year before have been a really interesting year with family members having cancer, and they're all surviving, which is great. And, you know, we're thinking environmental issues and what's in our food and our supplies and even in our even in our water you know in in the city water things like that so we've been starting with family inside now sort of educating our family about you know how to eat cleaner sort of what we've been doing for ourselves you know since my my you know battle in you know 06 and um we're i'm personally putting together a new website um eco that's going to really address all of that and sort of put it out there to the world so i'll be on a very large scale you know uh project next year sort of bringing all of that information to the entire planet it's one of the things I promised myself and my family that I'm going to do to sort of educate and help people become more aware of how they can stay healthier in all levels yeah that's great so it's going to what is it going to address EcoBabble is going to address what we should be doing what we should be doing as far as you know how we intake what our food pieces are as far as um, products and services and things like that you know what are clean what's bad you know again yeah. we go back to the dirty foods the clean foods but also products and alternative you know even alternative fuels you're getting you know all of the things that are poisoning us from the atmosphere out so mm-hmm. I'll be doing a, a large-scale education one of my plans is to actually next year take a road trip across the United States interviewing all of the leaders in all those fields like in person on space um, as a sort of a road show and showcasing them so that people can really understand them on a, on a cellular level. Mm, that's so interesting because I think sometimes I think that there is a conspiracy against what they're not telling us like with GMOs and sugars you know hiding out in so many different products that we're eating and it's like there's this whole concept of you know eat raw um, but it's not our culture, so it's so it feels less than. It feels very difficult to adapt to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Tom? You know, another topic is diabetes. I think we, um, you know, it's kind of linked to the sugar, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it was quite alarming when the doctor says, you know what, you're on, on that path. You know, so <gasps> oh. and it happens around in my family. So uh, yeah, diabetes, and there's just so much new information coming out. It's not about just. Uh, you know, writing it off and I'm, I'm, I'm going to wind up diabetic, it's actually starting to think about making some real life changes. And uh, not only think about it, actually moving that direction. But I think there's, there's even modern studies and there's more information coming out every single year. I think we've only scratched the surface personally. I think there's going to be other things that are conflicts of interest that uh, is leading, you know, the epidemic of diabetes for not only Americans, but around the globe. Actually. Yeah, I think, I, I think people are getting, I mean, look at how much fast food is going on in other parts of the world. So mm-hmm. it's it's starting to filtrate, but, you know, shame on us because it's really bad here. Mm-hmm. And we really should be doing better about that. But I'm going to reference a couple of past guests that I had. So it was um, um, 
one of them, and I'm going to think of his name here in just a second, because, of course, the minute I want to talk about Mm -hmm. him, I forget his name. But he said that, you know, uh, to kind of point on what A-Rod said, that water, water, water. But his thing was, you can drink water all day long, and it won't satisfy you that you'll still crave then the things that you want. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that we're not eating enough water-based foods. Mm. So, obviously, raw vegetables or fruits and things have a high content of water, and those are the things we should be filling ourselves up with because that water has more nutrients than any other water we can intake. And I thought, well, that's that's very true. So, you know, like carry grapes or, you know, have other fruits with you that contain a high amount of water. And then you're kind of getting those nutrients with it. Or throw fruit in your water to get <laughs> mm-hmm. the additional nutrients that you need. Yeah. I, I do the exact same thing. When I get when I get home, I usually cut up uh, strawberries, uh, raspberries, and I'll throw them all into a jar full of water. I'll let that sit overnight. And then when, it, when, it, when I wake up in the morning, that's the first thing I drink. Just so I can get those nutrients from it into my body right then right then and there. And, of course, when you wake up, it's best to just drink water right there because it yeah. helps the system. It's, it's like putting oil in a car, except put your, the water is the oil that you're putting into your body. So, yeah, 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 true. It was Dr. Murad that said that. So there's that's uh-huh. one to reference that guest. And then my other guest um, that I recently had on in October, um, Dr. Jeremiah Thompson, he said that, you know, this organic to non-organic thing, uh-huh. if you cut open, you know, a fruit and there are no seeds in it, is it organic? So we're manufacturing fruits with no seeds because we, as consumers, prefer that. Mm. But it doesn't have the same genetic or DNA coding. It doesn't have the same nutrients if we're doing something different to it and it doesn't have seeds. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Yeah, so, that's And, of course, he's, his, whole, his whole thing is, is eat things that are alive, not dead. So I thought that was a really good path for me to look at is I measure now what am I eating that's dead. And it sounds disgusting to even say it this way, but honestly, it's like a psychological thing. How much am I eating that's dead versus alive? But not people, right? No, not people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not way, people, not yeah. <laughs> um, so then I'm looking at it like what's the raw diet that I'm eating alive? And then what are the things that I'm eating that is dead? Processed foods, meats, things like that. Mm. And I'm trying to balance that out. And, that, and it's an interesting way to look at it because I like a little bit of everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good. All right, Jeff, what do you have to say about that? So, you know, I, I know it's about the diet and, and you know, eating, eating those, taking care of ourselves as, as much as we can and the lifestyle that we have. You know, sometimes it's I don't have a lot of time to spend – cooking and and shopping necessarily i guess i probably do if i wanted to make time but it's all about just staying alive and vibrant really staying healthy as long as we can and enjoying life as long as we can Mm -hmm. that's true that we that we do um you know i having been and having been trained on emotional intelligence they is this theory and of course they don't know all the facts to this so this is really based on a lot of theory is that they say that men's and women's brains are pretty much identical Pretty much identical, although we do have some nuances that are a little different. So I'm going to ask you guys when I, once I share this what you think about this before we go to our next break. One of the things that women do is we have a neuropathway from our two hemispheres. So we process things faster. We can multitask. Mm-hmm. We can think thoughts that end up being thoughts connected to other thoughts connected to other thoughts, where they say that in not having this neuropathway with men – that you're very single focused and can kind of compartmentalize thoughts and processes. How do you feel about that? Mm. Do you see the nuances between men and women in that? I, I, I do see some nuances between men and women in that, you know, just in the interactions that we have as well as, you know, well, how we communicate with each other. I think it's really awesome. But the interesting thing too is if you were to, you know, if you were to ask my wife, you know, what it's like to see inside of my mind, you know, the way she describes it is this. There's this gigantic file cabinet inside of your mind and there's tons of information in there and you have one drawer open at a time. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. You're, you're very compartmentalized. Compartmentalized. Yeah. Now, she has six, eight, ten drawers open at once, and she can function between all ten of those drawers fairly easily. If I had two drawers open, there's a cord between the two, and they can only open halfway, but one can't be open with the other one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know, there was this title of this book that I thought was so clever, and it was like, men are like waffles, compartmentalized. Women are like a plate of spaghetti. Just everything mm. counts. <laughs> everything is connected mm. to everything. And I thought, that's really true. There's something truth about that. What do you have to say about that, A-Rod? Um, yeah, I, I kind of can agree on that. Yeah, I mean, guys are very singular. Like, they, they focus on one thing and one thing only. And after that's done, they move on to the next. 
but uh, yeah, it's it perfect, perfect right there. Uh, women are everything. They everything that they could be thinking about what, what we argued about way back, or they can be talk, <laughs> like bringing up what you. What they do. You they write morning. it down with a sharpie. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right on the point. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that though is I want to share with all my female listeners because I know I have quite a few female listeners out there is is that this is where we have to have compassion towards our differences and not expect that our thought processes are the same because they're really there's slight difference in there. The other difference that they came up with um, was that men have a higher self regard. Men have a higher self regard. In other words, they can make decisions faster than a woman and then you if you think about that that goes back kind of the hunting and gathering days the hunters went out alone they were all about providing food for the for the tribe came back the women were all sitting around and you know knitting or something i don't know but they were gathering they were communicating together as a whole they didn't make decisions alone because they had to kind of make decisions so i want to hear what your thoughts are on this but first we are going to take a break so stay with us we're going to find out some more thoughts from the men's minds coming up shortly we'll be right back The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. We know that beauty is not just about women, it's about men too, and that's all of my guests here are men today. So we have Tom Vogue, Robert Cilioni, A-Rod Rodriguez, and Jeff South. And we're also on Facebook Live at Beauty Inside and Out Show. You can find it on Bonnie Bonadeo, at Bonnie Bonadeo Coach. That's where we're Facebook Live. So you can watch it at a later date as well. And, of course, this show always archives, and you can listen to it on iTunes and Stitchers. Um, plus, you know what? You can find me on Twitter at Beauty In Out Show, Instagram, Beauty Inside and Out Show, Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out Show. So follow me on all my social handles, too, and you'll find out a little bit more about what we have going on and if you want to be a guest, too. All right, so we left off the last segment talking about how men have a higher self-regard. In other words, they can make decisions faster. Um, they don't need, you know, collaboration to make decisions. They just make them. And then women are, are more looking for collaboration and making decisions right do you see this kind of in just in general in your families um in the workforce 
mm-hmm. in regards to that. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so so here's a good leadership um, quality then is if we know that women kind of need the conversation, but men can just make decisions. But if you have a team that's made up of a bunch of women, what do you guys need to do? Well, I think just jumping in, right? Um, there's this whole interaction piece that I think that that every every great leader that's a man needs to be mentored by a great woman and vice versa. Every woman that's a great leader also needs to have a male mentor in those understanding spaces because as Bonnie has said, you know, a man will go in and ask for what they want without thinking twice about it or Mm -hmm. with the hunter-gatherer piece. Even if you don't know how to do it, you're going to jump in and figure it out while you're going and you're not going to look for an approval or you're not going to look for that time that your job is well done and you're going to be accepted for it and then be promoted within the tribe to the next level up. Men will just take that initiative naturally, and women tend to do a great job, great everything, and then are waiting for that okay or that approval or to be acknowledged and then brought forward instead of asking for what they deserve right out Mm. of the gate. And I see that all the time in business, and I think that that mentor program will help the opposite sexes understand the other side so that they, they don't necessarily have to have, you know, a woman ask for what she needs, we'll be able to understand that she should get what she's already earned. So yeah. I think that'll help us within those transitions. Yeah, and you know, I know that uh, Tom and Jeff, both of you guys, you are you're in the beauty industry, so you are really working with a lot of women. Tom, mm-hmm. what what's your feedback on that? Gosh, yeah, I, you know what? Uh, for me, it's not as much of a, a gender issue as it is just in leadership adjusting our style. Or willingness and ability to adjust our style mm. to the audience. So mm-hmm. it, 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 I, I think it's, it's so personalized, individual. I, I hate to make, I, I hate in leadership to ever stereotype. This is a man issue. This is my style because I'm talking to a woman or multiple women. I think you know a little bit of sensitivity here or there for certain things we picked up on in the conversation or the situation. But I, I hate to make such a black and white divide personally. Yeah, but you know, you said something that was really interesting there in sensitivity to leadership. So I was watching a TEDx video and the gentleman um, was talking about all of that same topic because he teaches a lot of leadership skills in male-dominated fields like sports and, um, oh, I said sports again, <laughs> and, uh, and government um, as well as military. And he said it's never about sensitivity. It's always about leadership. So if we all step up more to the quality of leadership that I think we want to do for humans, human beings, and be more compassionate as leaders, then it doesn't have to be about gender, right? Mm -hmm. That's exactly Yeah, good. Jeff, what do you have to say about that? Because I know that you are surrounded by women in your business. You might be be right with that, because I know for myself and and some men I know, we're very quick to decide. I mean, for me personally, I think a plan today just violently executed is better than maybe a plan a year from now that might be great, you know, because sometimes we just have to just move, always be moving forward. Really, that's it. And we solve our own problems. Sure, I use my friends and my network, and we get a global view of things, but nothing specifically on one particular problem. And I think, but I think that's a really relevant thing to say to have women hear the way that you just said it, you know, to violently execute something versus kind of, you know, pondering it and trying to make it work. I, I really do think as women, and I can, and I'm speaking for myself, but I, I think I'm also kind of speaking in some generalities here that we do wait for some type of acknowledgement or approval to kind of move forward. And, and maybe that's the lesson here for us is just do it, ladies, just do it. Have a voice, speak up. I know it's all happening right now with everything that's going on in society. But, you know, just be you to the, to, the, to the capacity that you can, but be a compassionate human being to all people. That's yeah. beauty. Like yeah, that. that's beauty, right? Good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, A-Rod, did you want to comment on that? Because I didn't want to leave you out on that one. Oh, no, no. Everything was, I totally agree with everyone. I, I'd say I appreciate women's attention to detail. To, to the mm. fullest. When I'm, when I'm working with them, I love the detail they bring out in everything. You could be talking about a phone, they'll be like, oh, I don't like the way the phone in the case brings out the screen, yada, yada. <laughs> it, it's just that attention to detail, I love it. That's and good. I appreciate when women are able to have that input. Yeah, and to especially. be able to see a different perspective. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's a good that's I agree a, with that. That's a really That's why they're great hairdressers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And or, or artistically, they can excel in artistic type fields as well. All right, so what makes you guys happy? What's what is it in your life that makes you happy? Any beach. <laughs> beach. Okay. Good. For me, that makes me happy is just being out with my friends, having that that connection of just doing something, being out, being active, 
and just just the memories, just being able to create memories with people that are around you and, and that are with you at that current moment. And uh, I just... Video games, of course, and sports. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way he said those really fast. Video really games quick. and sports. <laughs> uh, it's such a, a great question, such a large question. A lot of the things, so many things that make me happy. I, I love my family and what we do together. And when we're together, we're a very close-knit uh, space, and we, we care about each other and nurture each other. Um, love the relationship that my wife and I have that make us both happy. We both play guitar together. We sing together. Um, I go out on weekends with my neighbors, and we all convene together in sort of a tribal community, and we'll push instruments out into the streets, and the kids will come and sing, and that makes me super happy. So does a Les Paul guitar, all black body. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I want to live in that neighborhood. I second that. I like that neighborhood feel where you can connect with your neighbors and everything. Yeah. What about you, Tom? Yeah, a sense of community for sure. And uh, for me personally, it's growth. And nothing, nothing energizes me more than being around other people, whether it's as, as direct and personal as a family growing together or a team growing and just, and growth comes in so many different ways, right? So experiencing different things, getting better, just moving forward. I just, I, I think nothing, you know, turns me off more or makes me feel stale than not growing or kind of staying the same. I can't imagine waking up every day and not having that sense of wonderment and what's next and, you know, what's, what's, uh, what are we going to, what are we going to accomplish or experience, you know, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, that's really great. That's really great because I think that as humans, we are designed to evolve. We should never be the same. I mean, we're changing every second, right? Cellularly, we're changing every second. But sometimes we get stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes we get stuck. So in referencing where we get stuck, what is it when you lay your head on the pillow? What are you worrying about when you go to bed at night? What do you worry about? How long do you have? What kind of session is this? <laughs> um, I, I don't mind kicking this one off. Um, gosh, this day and age, I'm just worried about my child's future. I just That's mm. what keeps me up at night. I, I got to be just direct and honest with you. I just There's just such a sense of uncertainty and disconnect as human beings. And I was on a plane last week, and, and I saw a little commercial that played on the uh, in-seat entertainment center in the, in the seat. I don't even know what the ad was for. But it, it talked about living by the golden rule. What, what if we could just treat each other as if we the same way we want to be treated? And it really hit home. I, I, I want to say I thought about that for about two hours, the, the whole distance of the flight. Like, gosh, if we could just get back to the common denominator that uh, we just cared or at least considered others as much as we consider our own well-being. But that's what keeps me up at night. Mm, that's really good. And, you know, I, it's, it's funny because I, I think about the golden rule and I think, how could there be so many haters out there? You know, we call them haters from social media references and stuff like that, that why do people feel the need to make that negative connection with somebody who it appears they're just trying to kind of put themselves out there and and maybe get a little acknowledgement or expression? Um, and then we have people that attack it. And then we think, you know, how is it that we've forgotten something so simple as the golden rule? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the safe haven is anymore. You know, yeah. we used to look for leadership. We used to look for government to help us or you or, know or role models and they're just harder and harder or to find. values or values values <laughs> what happened to values you know mm-hmm. i mean and we can't we can't blame it on our parents that we didn't learn these things growing up mm-hmm. you know but how is it that we're not bringing them into adulthood here so arod what do you got to say about that mm, values is the biggest thing and morals and and having that kind of what you what builds you and what leads you to be who you are and what you want to be in the future whether that's um, being a successful business owner or being a successful dialist in some type of way. Uh, it's funny because I actually wrote something about this on Facebook a while back. People who are trying hard to be more positive and make meaningful changes in their lives and work towards recovery in all aspects because life's hard and people definitely don't say it enough, but focusing on recovery of oneself is very difficult and the progress you make is so valuable. Just by choosing to work towards bettering yourself, you are already coming so far and that's something to be really proud of. Don't take it for granted and appreciate what's been given to you. Oh, tell us tell us how we can follow you on Facebook because oh. you're worth following. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Facebook. Um, the best way to find me is through my email which is uh, aaron.rod48 at yahoo.com. Again, that's aaron.rod48 at yahoo.com. And really to piggyback, stress, I try not to stress about anything. I'd say a majority of stress for everyone is external things. It is. It's always circumstances and just kind of what life is. It's in its life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. And that, can, yeah. that also can affect the way that you look and the way you perceive yourself as well. 
and how you how you act and treat others. Yeah, exactly. Jeff. Jeff, and, and we got Jeff and Robert. I want to finish up this question here. What keeps yeah. you up at night? I mean, well, first, I, I don't know if you've heard this saying, but I love it. A well spent day brings happy sleep. Mm. But some of the, some of those days that we don't have a well spent day, you know, I, I worry about keeping my tribe and my business together and happy and you know sustainability for them and for myself you know and I'm, I'm still always you know at some point i'm always hoping that tomorrow is going to be a better day when i kind of go down that route and being positive a few months back i found this book it was a great book i can't remember the author but it says that people can't drive you crazy if you don't give them the keys yeah it's true yes. I, yes and i think that could be with anything that you know watching the news and all these things can kind of drag you down and start working in your head so i just i just try to just stay balanced to not not focus on any of the negativity just stay positive yeah, and you do. Yeah, Robert, what about you? What keeps you up at night? Yeah. <laughs> well, when you, if you, if you um, know me, m- my wife does, mm-hmm. I, I'm asleep like that. It doesn't matter what my head hits the pillow, I'm gone. But the things that are concerning me, and I could have everything on my mind and still sleep within an instant, <laughs> which is interesting. Which is good. That's right. a healthy thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Uh, but um, my concerns are, you know, it's interesting. I have a long drive in, and we were sort of talking about the license plates that I see on my way in. And, and I, there's a car that I pass about every three days. It's a little white Kia Soul. And if you ever see it, all it says on the back of it is be kind. Right? And, and you have to wonder, like you said, the golden rule, but where did be kind go? You know, I mean, if, if people just remembered to be kind, right? So the, the social space that everybody's in, just work on yourself, right? So my concern is, is that, sure, there's a lot of disconnect in some family units. People aren't being brought up in certain spaces, but everybody ends up owning their own space eventually. So now work on you, right? I mean, you can't leave all that baggage and blame everything in your past on things. So just work on yourself, yeah. be kind and progress. And, and things would get much better for everybody. It's true. Oh, I love it. You guys have been amazing guests. Jeff, thank you. A-Rod, uh, Robert, and Tom. Uh, this was our conversation with men, and I got to tell you, it was I, I felt really good about it, and I loved having you all on here. So thank you. And remember, it's always about being you in beauty, no matter what. Have a good day, guys. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.